Recorded live from Stockton, California, this is Jammin' with the Best. Yo, and we are back. We are here. We've got a guest again. We're slaying it with guests right now. We are. Welcome back, Nate Perkins. Thank you for joining us, dude. What up, guys? Thank you for having me, man. This is a cool deal. We're excited to have you back. Are you in the are you in the van right now? I'm in the van, dude. I am in the van. It's gutted right now. Let me give you guys a quick, I don't know if we can It'll be able like, to the video, yeah. Gutted right now. There's all, right. all my upper cabinets and stuff all cleaned up. We're about to do some repairs and do a bunch of priming and painting and stuff. So Dude, I love sick. the wood paneling all over the place. Mm-hmm. It looks sick. That's what gave it away to me. Yeah. I just figured it was it was a van. Yeah, it's a van. And Maybe in a minute we can go look at Paige's van, but she's getting like a full remodel right now. So Hell that's yeah. where we're at right now is parked next to her van, helping her van. You can maybe see it out the front window right there. But oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, I've seen a little bit of the, the work that you, you guys have been doing to her van. It's definitely an overhaul, and it's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So- sweet. Yeah. Bunch of work. Armoire. Uh, a <laughs> bunch of drawer slides and a uh, full uh, kitchen with a we're, we're trying to figure out where to put the water tank right now we're gonna put the water tank underneath so she's gonna have a nice setup yeah so dude, the kitchen in there yeah that was That's like some that five uh, time champ world shit right there i sent you yeah. that uh, video one day of a of a i was at a our, our trailer like sales place and it was a video of a fully complete sprinter van already mm-hmm. with like uh, a bed and a kitchen it was like all leather inside. It What's was crazy. What's the ticket on that? I think it was like two hundred thousand. Oh yeah, I figured it was, it was crazy. Six, it was like figures. it was one of the nicest like small, vans I've ever seen. It's a small home in Texas. Yeah, legit. There's yeah. a big home in Texas. That's a good home in Texas for sure. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So, tell us about this avocado farm you're at. Yeah, dude, I feel like this was something out of either a fairy tale oh, or shit. maybe something that was like built and put together. Like, okay, we want a disc golf course. We want avocados everywhere let us get tons of citrus <laughs> give us uh give us some insight into what that's like yeah for sure uh that's a good way to put it though it's total totally something that you like would draw up in in your mind about like the best place you could be for a, a global pandemic you know but so i uh we met the guy a couple years ago in kentucky uh we we're playing the idlewild tournament down there and it was the day before the final round. James and I were like tied for the lead or something going into the final round. And this this dude and his brother were hanging out with us and just drinking beers with us. Like we camp when we go down there. So we're just like sitting around a campfire drinking beers. And uh, they, had, they had such a good time with us just hanging out. And they took us to dinner after the tournament the next day. And um, I didn't see him for two more years until this year at the wintertime open. Uh-huh. Pasadena. And uh, ran into him, and we were just kind of walking around, watching the lead card, watching Paul. And uh, he was telling me about this this avocado farm that he lived on, and uh, that he had a disc golf course and stuff. And and you know, when someone's saying that to you, it's like hard to really like put it all together, you know. And sure, like, what's this guy talking about? You know, like uh, this sounds almost too good to be true, you know? And he's like, well, I can just, I can ship you some avocados anywhere, <laughs> anytime. And I'm like, man, I, I really love avocados. Like I'll, I'm going to take you up on that. So like 
I hope, you know, it's not an empty offer. You know, I'm like, I'm going to take you up on that, dude. <laughs> and uh, a, a, I don't know, maybe a month and a half after the wintertime open, we're, we're headed back toward Texas to play the Waco tournament. And I was like, I'm going to hit my homie up and see if he'll actually ship us some avocados. And I hit him up and he had a box of avocados in the mail the next day. Sick. And so it gets to, gets to our house in Texas. And, uh, you know, you guys know the story about what, how things escalate yeah. during Waco. Like Waco was. That was wild. I mean, it was, it was, we were we, Monday, we were fine and we were playing disc golf. And then Thursday is the first round of the tournament and we find out it's a two round tournament. Yeah. You know, like halfway through the first round or whenever we found out. And then the, the morning of the second round, uh, we find out that there's no more disc golf for, you know, mm -hmm. a really long time. And so Waco was kind of like the place where, where we all last saw, you know, the touring community was all together and everything. And it was, it was an emotional, like roller coaster for everybody. Like, you can that, only imagine. like I'm talking like grown men crying, you know, like, what am I going to do with my life? Like I have no money. Disc golf is my job. Like I just go tournament to tournament. Like, yeah. what, what are we going to do? And, 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 and it was real. It was all so real and so emotional. And we, you know, we were like, where do we want to go? Where do we, what do we do? And, uh, we, we kind of got together and decided that we wanted to go somewhere that was a little bit like off the grid. We didn't really want to be in a city because mm -hmm. I mean, part, part of the, part of the, I guess the give and take of van life is, is that we, we don't have uh, rent, you know, we, we're not paying yeah. a mortgage right now or anything. That's, that's one of the pros. But one of the cons of that is that we don't have like a place that we can call home, like around the clock. Right. Like we have, ton of homies that let us stay at their place and everything. But when it, when it comes to something like this, where, um, we're, we're not moving around a lot. It van life, you know, is, isn't the best way to go. So we all got together and we said, uh, that we kind of wanted to be off the grid a little bit and just like, wait, wait for some more news mm -hmm. and, and just kind of, you know, kick back and maybe film some disc golf videos and stuff. And, uh, we went to Arkansas for a little bit we've got a buddy up there that has a lake house. So we went up there for a little bit and uh, worked on the vans and uh, just wasn't really working out. And I brought up this, this dude that sent, sent me avocados as just an option. And I'm like, you know, there is this guy that sent us those avocados that like he said, he's got a private disc golf course and like 50 acres hiking trails. And it's like 70 degrees every day. You know, I just yeah, kind of threw yeah. it in there. We would have like a family yeah. meeting every night and we're like, Hey, we're, where are we going? You know, what's our, what's our mission? What do we need to accomplish? Like, do we have food? Like, do, are we good? You know, just like family meeting time. And, and I would just throw it in there every now and then. And as like tensions rose, like every day, as you guys know too, like every day, um, tensions kept getting higher and higher after that. It was we like, were learning so much. It was like an hour by hour basis. Like, Hour by hour, it's like, wait, there's how many cases? Like, oh shit, Italy's got ten thousand cases. Like, U.S. is next. Like, just so much uncertainty, and yeah, I mean, really, we like it was just all the speculation and uncertainty that was kind of driving everyone's kind of like that that initial panic, you know, when no they had the panic of like the panic buying and like 
the toilet paper disappearing like that that was all so weird. funny with the memes and everything but it's like what the fuck people like what was that about yeah why where does that come from i don't know but so every day was like that that, that was like the panic period I, I as i recall it but yeah yeah so we were kind of like stress we were like shit we don't want to be in arkansas anymore we we don't really know whether we want to go where we want to go at all mm-hmm. really just at all we didn't we don't want to go to our parents house they kind of live in the city and we looking for kind of an environment that we can thrive and still play disc golf and still film some disc golf videos and stuff like that and eventually the the team decided that we would take the leap of faith and uh, drive the the 1800 miles west or whatever it was and we hit the road we texted dude we we're like hey we're coming out you know we called him and we we're like hey we're we're coming out it's just three of us it's just Paige, Alyssa, and i and he's like come on out it's just me nice and it's it's really the land itself is in, insane like we pulling into this canyon and you can tell like it's super fertile land. There's, Mm -hmm. there's, there's fruits everywhere. There's lemon trees, like lining all the roads. There's oranges everywhere. There's avocado groves everywhere. It's not just like this one guy's isolated farm. Like it's a really fertile part of Southern California. It's like in this, it's tucked away in this little Valley and it's pretty much as good as it gets for like a spot to, to hang low. And the, the disc golf course is actually pretty sick. Yeah, you, it definitely sounds like you guys made the right call leaving Arkansas. Yeah. <clears throat> no offense yeah. to Arkansas, but I think you guys are stoked. So those those family meetings when you were still back there, was that still just the three of you or was there anyone else from your crew there at that time? Yeah, we were hanging with like James Conrad and his girlfriend Jordan and uh, one of our other good friends, Luke Humphreys. Yep. And um, yeah, I think that might have been might have been our Arkansas crew actually mm-hmm. but uh yeah I mean when we're all together you know we're all family and we're all trying to look out for each other and stuff but like we kind of had to you know it's harder to take care of a big group like that especially with the van life like the van life just is not working out right now at all like <laughs> it's just not cool to park in a parking lot anymore you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's true so it gets back to to like the initial figuring out that stuff was going to be postponed. And like you're saying, it's just this giant group of at least like 50 to 60 touring pros at this point that are planning on hitting pretty much every stop. Like you, you give us a little bit of insight into that vibe, but all of us that are watching at home, all the disc golf fans just trying to get an idea of, kind of how how crazy it was and how it was hitting you guys who in a sense are sort of in this like isolated you know world of this traveling disc golf crew yeah it it was an emotional ride for for a lot of us and again it's really the uncertainty i would say that like as a whole it's not that bad to be a disc golfer right now like and especially for some disc golfers who a lot of their companies have stepped up and said, Hey, I'm going to continue paying you yeah. through this period. Like we're not going to drop you off. Like we're going to pay your salary and we're going to get through this together kind of thing. I know some people have taken some small salary cuts and stuff, but so that part, you know, you could say that there's, there's some middle-class America or something like the service industry and the film <laughs> industry and stuff like that. People are really getting hit hard. So 
as a whole, I would say that it's not the worst thing to be a disc golfer right now, but it still is very emotional and the uncertainty for sure is the biggest thing. A lot of people to go on tour, they have to quit their job and like save up a bunch of money. And it's like something that they have to go out and like give a shot. And then if it doesn't work, you know, they've got to go back and get a job and start paying their bills again. So a lot of those people are, are, don't have it, don't have it very good because you know, they, they saved up and this was their chance to go out on tour and the window was shut. I mean, I think a hoop and his homie, yeah, Hoop and Lion and Ezra, like, yep, all those so, guys. Yeah, yeah that aren't getting paid by manufacturers. Yeah. you know, yeah. the, a lot of it is is tied to bonuses. Lion, for sure, over Omar is lucky. I think he's working again. Yeah, with his girlfriend's dad doing stuff, so mm-hmm. he's working again and he makes good money. But like, dude, Hoop's devastated. Yeah, I talk dude. to him right now and then, and he's just like, ah, he's playing so well. Well, yeah. He was playing so well, and it was no surprise to me. But like, I was ready for him to play more tournaments, and for for people to be be able to see that you know we were about to go to the Texas States, and he was going to shine there too. He shined at Waco. Yep. Yeah. Played sick at Waco, and he was going to continue on that. And I feel yeah, like East Coast. One of the guys I'm thinking of it's just like, damn it, dude. I'm yeah. sorry. Dude, really? I hope you come back next year. You know. I was really looking forward to seeing him at Idlewild. I think he could have. Yeah done really well there with his forehand skills yeah yeah in texas states too uh um you guys don't know too much about the track but it's uh it's like this really technical dense like pine forest that the course plays Ooh. through um it, the, that was the national tour in tyler dogwood gold is like a really gnarly okay tech track so it's similar to Idlewild, where it's like the lines like don't even really look like they're there on camera you know and you're like kind of kind of get technical and stuff so Sounds like fun. That does. Yeah, it's a cool one. But yeah, dude, people, um, you know, some some disc golfers, it's it's not so bad, like I was saying. But it it really it would be it would be easier to deal with if if we all had like a date in mind, like hey, July yeah, exactly. we are back on it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's the case at all. Like even with the announcement with Portland, like it's still yeah, it's, it's easier to shut down than it is to not. In yeah. a week from now, things might like drastically change. Yeah, for better or worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a week from now, we could be worse off, like far worse off, or far better off mm-hmm. than we are today, and we have no clue. We have no. It's so hard to plan right now. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, PGA Tour is looking at coming back like mid June without fans, mm-hmm. and they certainly have a different budget. But with that budget comes a lot of people that have to set up these events for like the camera crew. And all that. So they have a lot of staffing that, you know, disc golf doesn't. So we have that advantage over them, but they have, you know, an incredible budget. I think the one of the craziest things about disc golf is it's foursomes and it gets like where golf's all twosomes. Sure. But they have caddies. They have, so that's true. That's, that's true. That's but true. I think they have the, like the budget specifically for testing too. Yeah. The testing part. You know, they might be able to just test everybody. And if you're positive, you, you can't show up or whatever it might be. It is, yeah. It's crazy because uh, you keep hearing about testing's not really there for in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But Rogan is just paying $200 and all of his friends are getting tested. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, but the, it's $200 a test though. Yeah. Or Whoa. it's free if you wait in line basically. Yeah. And you, and you have symptoms. I think there's a lot of like Yeah, yeah you can't hurdles. even get tested if you don't have – like there's a bunch of symptoms mm-hmm. that you need to do. And that's changed from, you know, two or three weeks ago yeah. where – 
it's crazy. There wasn't much testing. I think testing's the key to all of this. Yeah, to get everything I mean, back. Clear that just like looking at if you look at the data on like what countries have the most tests, like it it like directly correlates with how many total people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like, Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Taiwan is back to uh, uh, playing sports again. Nice. Dude, oh yes, hold on. The more you know. So I have an idea for disc golf. If when when they come back, it'll be with no fans. They need to do the exact same yeah. thing that Taiwan did with baseball. I don't know if you saw the stadium. Mm-hmm. They had cardboard cutouts and mannequins ah. and robots. <laughs> and the robots played drums. The robots oh, played man. drums. Dude. Dude. Vibe. They were like holding up signs. They were like holding <laughs> drinks. They were like doing everything. Hey, you know what? That helps stimulate the economy too. Somebody's got to build those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down like for all of it. I want to see some fake fans in the stands of these sporting events. Fake ass. It's really crazy. Um, the, that Taiwan is like one of the, one of the, uh, you know, one of the leaders, like they're leading the way with like how to handle and stuff because we actually, we took the last, the, the flight that we took back from Taiwan the next day. They stopped flying from Taiwan. Oh. Literally the next day, dude, like back in February. And I, we were in Taiwan for that like week and a half or whatever, Philo and James and I. And, and they were, they had temperature guns. Like when you walked into the hotel, they took your temperature right when you walked in. Yeah. Like they didn't or anything. Like they, and the they had Korea too. all over the place, dude, all over the place about this coronavirus. And like, they're just they're more they were more ahead of it in february than we are here now like yeah. as far as like the awareness and how serious to take it and everything it's it's just interesting to to have been there in taiwan and kind of seen a little bit of how they were treating it and how many people were already wearing masks and how they, they were already practicing social distancing and then the temperature thing and and like getting in and out of the country was was really difficult and then getting into the united states I don't know if we told you that story, but we, we no. came to the United States to LAX. We flew into LAX and they asked us if we had been to mainland China. I had been to mainland China. I answered yes. And Alyssa and Paige hadn't. And they told us all three to go over to an, another little side area um, for further questioning. And again, a, an official CDC guy, this is actually mind blowing right now, but an official, like he's like wearing a vest, a CDC logo, mask, the whole nine yards. We're thinking that we're, I'm thinking I'm potentially going to have to quarantine for like 14 days. Right. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I'm like, this sucks, but this is what I need to do. I went to mainland China. Right. I, I went to Hong Kong. Like, and he asked me again, if I had been to mainland China, I said, yes. Paige and Alyssa said no. And then he gave us a card and cleared us just uh-huh. put, right into the country dude right into la and our minds were blown like we we were in shock for like the next hour about what had just happened like that this is like potentially like a global situation and this is the united states like measurement for whether you get oh did you go to mainland china well yeah like what else other question do you need to answer for them to go okay shit we need to test you quarantine you and like like sorry but you can't potentially 
like they're just letting people in the gates, dude. Like, yeah, that point is it just data gathering of like, have you been there? And it's like, yeah, like, okay, put one more on the list for people who have been there. We're not going to do shit, but we just, uh, we're We're going to let you go in your area. You're going to. Mm -hmm. Damn. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Like, yeah, some serious stuff for sure. It's crazy to, to, to to be a part of that. Like we didn't know that this shit was going to get like that when we came in, we were like, Oh, that's, that's kind of crazy that we, they would just let us in. That's kind of fucked. And that's, that's actually really bad. And that's how it happens. Right. That's how we have these hot spots. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I think part of it comes down to the difference in cultures as well. Cause it, when the Taiwan government implements something like heat checking with those guns to everybody at every door, that's going to be much more well received there than it will be at the U.S. I think, which is Ooh, stupid. Taiwan's a weird one, though. I don't know if that's true of Taiwan. Okay, many other countries. It's like South though. Korea for sure, where South Korea is like we trust our government compared to the guys to the north. Like we trust right. our government wholeheartedly, so we'll do whatever they want. Yeah. But anything that pushes on what is our quote unquote, you know, rights, so to say, it's like oh, I don't want to be tested everywhere I go. A lot of people would, yeah. I, I feel like, part I might the, be wrong, but I feel like there'd be a lot of pushback. Part of the issue too is, good point, which is um, silly. Asia has dealt with these type of things a lot more frequently than we have. Uh, uh, yeah. Cars and MERS true, is true. why the reason, is part of the reason why a lot of these like uh, fever clinics, which is what they call them, mm-hmm. are around and like why they take everyone's temperature outside of buildings during these things. Because they want to, they know how to like trace and follow. They're and, ready. They're ready. Yeah. They know they're doing. Experience is a great mm-hmm. teacher. And we just, I think as a country, we've had SARS. We've had, what's it was the other just one? Mars or what? MERS. MERS, but we haven't had smaller. it be yeah. like so. We have a strong distrust big. for government yeah. here too. And too. H1N1 was like the biggest we had. True. And it was 60,000. 60,000. Really? 60,000 died from H1N1? Yeah. Okay. We're at like 30,000 with this or something? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what we're Something at. around that. Yeah, around there. I'll look it up. I'll go to John. It up, <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy, man. There's a lot of... It's not, it's absolutely dude, unlike anything we've ever seen. And I feel like I've not taken... Like, I'm very taking it very seriously like in my head and stuff. But then mm-hmm. like some of my actions, I'm like, dude, I went there and there. Yeah. Like, when I, got, I saw this many people today, I'm like, that. not really... like It's far less people than I used to see. Uh, yeah. But it's still like, damn, like I don't even take an account. Like I went to the gas station and yep, the cards. Yep. Yeah. Like all this it, stuff. It was weird. I went and got gas. I think it was two days ago in the morning. And I, I was like, man, I have to be really conscious of not touching myself anywhere until I get to, you know, the shop and we have hand sanitizer here and just wash your hands the hell out of yeah. myself. Dude. It's just weird. I was my nose was itchy, and I had to drive the whole way here with a freaking itchy nose. Dude, the other weird thing is like in public and having to sneeze. Yeah, or cough. Dude. like if you like, I like, like who was that? Who was that? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's been some so funny weird. things on. Uh, there's been some funny <laughs> things like, oh, I'm only coughing because I smoke pot. Like it's all right. Yeah, yeah. not a big deal. I don't have. I don't have the the Rona. Yeah, I love how people call it the Rona. I think that's the best one yet. Shorthand it. We suck, dude. Collectively, we just, we suck. We really do. Where there's no discipline. Like, there's no, it's always about the self. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, 
people are like, oh, me, me, me. It's like, this sucks. It's like, no, we're, we're like offering a service to other people that are, that could die, that yep. are going to die, that have a really good chance of dying. And like, we should have been just way ahead of it. And we should have been like some sort of message that's like, like, I feel like our, like the effective way, like we need a little documentary on Netflix or something when this comes out. Like we don't need the news. Like we need something that is like actually going to like get people to, okay, I'm in this. Like, what is that? What am I doing this social distancing for? Cause like actual facts and like information and stuff, like people just like don't really jive with that. Right. No, it's a, it's a trip. Yeah. We need like season one of like Tiger King. at home. We need Tiger King <laughs> Corona edition where they're like, Oh shit. Like we don't want the old people to die. Like let's, all go in like quarantine, like something like that, you know, because people are like, everyone's all about this Tiger King stuff, you know, like that kind of direction of like transferring information to people. You need people to like, there needs to be a storyline where your heart gets invested in something. Sure. Or something needs to be so outlandish. You're like, what the fuck? One or the other. Yes. And Tiger King does both of those things <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. You like you love the tigers and you don't want the fucking tigers to get fucked up and then you like sort of get this weird like dude, everyone loves Joe Exotic. <laughs> dude, <laughs> like he's a I don't trip. Love Joe I don't yeah. love Joe Exotic either, but like there's definitely something about Joe Exotic that's like he's you're gonna watch. He's yeah. entertaining as fuck though. Yeah, and then like when he starts like breaking down later in this in season, like I don't know. He gets it gets a little like fuck, dude. This is like this is kind of sad. I still haven't. Very sad. I still haven't seen all of it. I've seen maybe part of the first season because it's only one season. It's a. I don't know why. Oh, is it just the one? Okay. Yeah. You know what we just watched last night? Uh, We watched um, Parasite. Did you see that? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I heard it was great. That's Boom. What's his name? Some Boom. It was Best Picture. Yeah. Is that on Netflix or South Korean movie? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's absolutely on the list. Yeah, that's worth the watch for sure. It was Bong Joon Ho. There you go. Yeah, that's just, that's why how I like it. How could you forget Bong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I could forget that. <laughs> so or what? Jackie Chan, dude. Too bad Jackie Jackie Chin should be over here by now, already playing. Right. Oh, I'm sad, man. His form is so great. Yeah, the disc golf world is being deprived of of yeah, man. that man right now. Yeah, that sucks. Oh. You gotta. I don't know what the guy's name is. I gotta find it. Did you see Innova's post they made yesterday? No. It's a comedy post for sure. And there's some dude t- teaching you how to do a hole in one. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, it's great. He has an Anton Destroyer in his hand, and he's like, "I have the one, the Anton Destroyer. I'm gonna teach you how to throw a hole in one." And he throws it like directly into a tree. The very first. The tree. very first tree, like. <laughs> but then you go look at his Instagram, and he has like 13 videos of how to throw a hole in one. And they're all like either making it or hitting the chains and popping out. And then this this one where he has Anton, he just chucks it straight at a tree. Oh, it's a nice Anton too. Yeah, and like the whole this <laughs> whole it is him just throwing an Anton full power at a tree forehand. Yeah, it's actually a decent decent feed of of Instagram videos. Yeah, yeah. dude, he's, he's funny. He's funny. He's some. I think he's Swedish or Finnish. Incredible trumpet player too. Yeah, great trumpet huh. player. Nice. How to check yeah. it out? It has a random. Find uh, I found him on Innova. Innova tweeted. Or that uh, tweeted and Instagram his uh the video and they linked his profile and I was like I'm just gonna click this and see what else is up dude he's comedy gold like nice. we need more of him in disc golf that's true that's good stuff. 
Yeah, for sure. We had a uh, what's his face on uh, Tyler Brickley on our last podcast. Yeah, yeah. How was that? How was that? Oh, he's great. He's yeah. amazing. He's a funny guy. Yeah, good dude, funny guy. That was that was a lot of fun. We'll have him on again. Sweet. He's starting his own podcast too. Yeah. Cool. Just golf yeah. comedy, I think it's gonna be called. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And he's going what? Like he's gonna be making cracking jokes, or he's gonna be like news, or I don't know. It's gonna be him and his I, friend. I yeah. hope he does an interview in the Australian accent. I hope Ooh, he's just shit. full bore into he's, it. He's he's like kind of over the Australian <laughs> accent. I think <laughs> I though. he be might surprised. be. Have you seen those video, Nate? Is that the same dude? Yeah. 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 That guy's hilarious. Yeah, he's great. That guy's hilarious. Okay. He's just That's a dude from Kansas. Yep. Yeah. That is so funny. This maniac, Nate Hawkins. Oh, that's right. This yeah. maniac, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I had to people ask. Were people were messaging me that for weeks, and I was like, what? What is this? I have no <laughs> idea. What is this, this maniac thing? <laughs> uh, dude, that's that, right. I'd forgotten you should, all about that. You should hop on his podcast. You should. Yeah. When he gets it going. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like, I just, I like talking. I like talking to people. <laughs> You're good at it too. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh man. Got, Are you got some mic actually? It says I totally, uh, spaced on bringing them today, but we, we got the full, the full mic setup, mic and headphones setup. Paige and I actually recorded a full one just a few days ago. That's about to go up about talking about Vietnam and our, right. our kind of, uh, where we first heard about corona and stuff and like just our take on it from hearing about it when we were over in asia and everything so it's pretty be, good yeah, that yeah. Really interesting. where are you posting it to just your youtube that's a good question where should i post it to i think you should use anchor it's yeah. free it's easy it's cheap it posts it to everywhere it takes like it'll take like a week or two to get all the distribution platforms running but once you get them all running it like sends them out like instantly to everything and Sweet. you'll post something and 30 minutes later it'll be on iTunes or Spotify or yeah. whatever. That's what we use. That's the ticket down, getting it's, it everywhere. Yeah, it's it's free and it's not the greatest. There's some downfalls to it for being free, and but it's you can have as many episodes as you want. Um there's just a limit on how long, like how many gigabytes per file. So it's about an hour and forty five minutes is the longest to let you use for an audio file. Okay. Right on. But, Sweet. Yeah. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, it's super easy. It's really easy. Yeah, I I've, I really enjoyed the like just sitting down and talking with people, and I think it's probably something I'll do like on the road with some of some of the players every now and then after a round or before a tournament or something. Dude, that would kill it. You would, should absolutely. Yeah, do that. you should for sure. It's a great way to grow your name. Yeah, hundred percent. A lot of podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, less right now. We've been talking about it. There's yeah. less and less podcast listeners across the board unless it's on youtube then you would still get some some more but people aren't driving right now so they're not yeah those habits yeah that's i mean i'm listening to less podcasts for sure that's when i would that's when i would listen to them is on the long cruises so you can see that for sure yeah yeah i think across the board they're down like 25 percent is what i read oh really that's huge yeah that's crazy yeah, Rogan brought it up on his podcast, so you know, like the biggest podcast name in the world. If he's yeah. seeing it, everyone else is seeing it too. Yeah, I'm still popping his on YouTube though. Same. Yeah, I mean, but that that being said, our our schedule hasn't changed a ton. Like we're no. here a little bit less, and we're trying to operate 
as much of a skeleton crew as we can, but when we still having a ton of orders, like we got to all three be yeah. here and kind of, you know, firing on all cylinders. But otherwise, once USPS picks up at three o'clock, we're pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. You know, we're out and then working from home as much as we can. Nice. Yeah, we are. What up, Paige? Do you want to say hi? Sure. How's it looking in there? Good. Hello. Uh, what's, what's up, Paige? Good? What's up? You guys are killing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're trying. Trying to keep up with uh, how much content you guys are putting out. <laughs> We got some good ones coming. Yeah, we we got a we got a good one coming. Oh wait, you're in, you're already in on it though, right, Danny? Yeah, yeah, we're down. Dude, this is gonna be money. Like the we uh we're getting the the par save guys to like do some graphics for us and everything. Yeah, it's gonna be clean. It sounds like we're gonna have, like, we're gonna have three cameras. We have three cameras confirmed so far, and uh, yeah, we got Rico and Philo and myself and Paige. So it's going to be pretty sweet. It's, it's basically what it is, is it's basically the final round of a tournament and no yep. one has to know any different. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. the, same, <laughs> it's the same thing. Like yeah. it's the same thing. Like Jomez doesn't need all 200 people there to go, Hey, it's lead card, final round, Beaver State fling. This is what happened. Like Jones. most of the time on most of those tournaments, you're not seeing fans there in Jomez, you don't see that many fans. Like, sometimes you do and everything, but, like, the tournament lives on the post-produced round on YouTube. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yes. Yeah. It has the potential to still be – it has the poten- the same amount of potential that Disc Golf has just entirely. People are starving for content. Big time, yeah. Absolutely. Something new. Dude, yeah. NBA players are playing horse right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people TV. are watching. And people yeah. are watching. There, I think there was an average of 600,000 people watching. My goodness. With who? Paul Pierce and Trey <laughs> Young. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, there were some good players. I, uh, I don't know, but it was just like, I don't know. Yeah. People will watch disc golf for sure. Yep. Gonna get paid for it. Golf. Call like the Rona, the Rona turn, the Rona round four. <laughs> Rona you know, we need a name. You should guys oh, should brainstorm. We need a name. We're, we're, we need some sort of name, but we, I, I think, think we're gonna have something to do with with where you are and just being on that avocado oh, farm. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I think you should mention the pandemic for future. So in four years, when people go look through your stuff and they find it, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, this was from then." Like, I'll, I'm down to watch this. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sweet though. the The course itself is like it's it's definitely a home course. Like it, you're definitely gonna be able to tell that it's you know the mm-hmm. a lot of the baskets are like you know manufactured like homemade or whatever. Yeah. But it's got this like special spirit and it's got teeth like big time. Like you could you can definitely bogey. You can definitely double bogey a hole. There's okay. elevated pins. Uh, there's like a bunch of downhill shot, like big downhill shots, like 400 foot downhill shots. That's sweet. It, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty sweet. I don't know. Have you guys put out like a, a video of the whole course yet? I've watched a decent amount, but definitely not everything. Yeah. And most no. holes I've seen are a little shorter. Yep. Not maybe Short. just shots. It's, it's like, it's like a 5,200 feet uh, at a par 59 or something like that. So it's, okay. it's a short course. Yeah, short mm-hmm. course for sure, but it's it doesn't have that just like oh this is a pitch and putt feeling course you know what I mean there like it's, it's gonna be and... 
there's tricky holes. There's tricky footing. There's really tricky putts. Like the terrain is, is, is pretty gnarly. Yeah. It looked so, like there was some decent elevation as far as near the baskets as well. Yeah, for sure. Just some elevated pins. There's, there's a couple holes out there that like, if you ace, you'll never forget for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's got that special feeling to it where it's like, this is, this is legit as it gets. And so as a, as a course, I would say, you know, it's a, f- a f- five and a half out of 10 or six out of 10, just like total oh. for all as a course, but as a night golf course, yes. it's a 10 out of 10, dude. It's, <laughs> it takes it, it takes this course from being something that's not in my top 50 to like being in my top 10 courses that I've ever played ever. Wow. How like many rounds have you got? How many night rounds you guys got in? I've played a few night rounds out there with Jeff. Yeah. It, it's the way they lit, light it up so well. It's so well lit. There's lights everywhere. And there's a, there's like a clubhouse at the, I can't, you can't even really describe the clubhouse. I'll have to, I'll have to get you guys a video or something, but it, there's a couple oak trees that kind of create a roof. Mm-hmm. And then he put all kinds of shade in between the, the limbs of the oak okay. trees. And everything. There's a, there's a grill. There's like eight tables. There's a, there's a bar with multiple pool refrigerators to keep the beer stock when people are there, like to like buy it, like through a little window. And there's all kinds of tools for taking care of the course. Like there's, yeah, it's, it's, it's on another level and it's all lit up really nice. And the course kind of plays right through the clubhouse too. So like after the front nine, you can like stop at the clubhouse, get a beer, like grill something and then keep playing. It's fairy tale shit. Paradise. I'm a little bit OTB. Yeah, I'm jealous. That's gonna be us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we—that is sort of our yeah, big step. Hell yeah! You might have to maybe do it in a different state where you're not paying thousand bucks a month in property taxes or something. <laughs> maybe, but <laughs> we'll figure know. it out. Here. This is our home. We'll so figure we'll it out how to do it here. That's the goal. That is the <laughs> next. The next big step, though, is build something that has a couple championship level courses. Maybe a little pitch and putt, interesting, like nine hole, and then basically just have a compound of like a disc golf training facility and content machine. Yeah. Sweet. That's a, that's a, that's a great dream. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's more people than, than we, we thought a year ago. Yeah. We definitely started talking about this at least a year ago. Yeah. And I had never thought about it before. And then after it was like, how have we not thought about this? Yeah. Definitely. As soon as you think about it, like, oh, that's like so straightforward and easy. Yeah. Like we need property because we're going to have to build a warehouse or two soon. Yeah. Growing the hell out of this place. But yeah, that'll be fun. I'm So I saw the, I saw the clubhouse in one of the videos you guys posted. It almost seems like you guys found a little slice of like Hawaii in mm-hmm. Southern California. It does have that vibe. It totally has that. It's got that vibe. It's got the Thailand vibe. Like we, we, Oh yeah, yeah. And both shouted it. We're like, "Whoa!" It's taking us right back to Thailand. Yeah, it's nice. And the dudes, the dudes, a real homie for let for sharing that space with us and stuff. And yeah, he's been pretty stoked about the video. So I think he's watched Paige's video like five times already. So he's like, <laughs> stoked at these properties. Like, no way, it's never looked this good before. That's so. so cool that he's he seems to be as stoked as as you guys are for you know him opening up his home. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, hole one, you like walk outside the front door and you walk like 10 feet and you're like teeing off on hole one. 
Let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So what like what are you guys eating down there? You have a you have a farm full of unlimited avocados and and citrus too, right? Yeah, there's there's a bunch of orange trees and there's a bunch of lemon and there's other fruits too, but they're not they're not they're not quite fruiting yet. Um but we've just man, we've been cooking breakfast, lunch and dinner for ourselves every meal for the past I guess two months, month and a half. How long has it been? A month? Yeah, a little over a month, I think. A little over a month. That first week of March shit really hit the fan. I think the NBA when they announced that was kind of the biggest. March eleventh. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, when everything did. started. Ha- they canceled a basketball game when players were on the court warming up. They were, yeah. yeah, they did. So crazy. They pulled them off the court. That's because Rudy Gay was on the Jazz and yeah. they were playing that night, and he's the one that got Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. What I say? Rudy Gay. Yeah, I mean that's another basketball player. It is though. for sure. But yeah, <laughs> that was week, dude. That's when we knew we were next. We we're like, oh shit. Yeah, dude, that was like <laughs> I think we're toast. I think yeah. that might have been the craziest <laughs> night. I've ever seen in sports. Yes. Oh. And yeah. I was watching everything live. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching all the basketball games, and they're like, "You mean Crash were here?" Yeah, we were all here, and we're like, "They're like, oh, the they canceled the Jazz game," and then mm-hmm. like five minutes later, like, "Oh, they canceled the NBA." Like they are sending everyone home. I think the next day was March Madness too, or yeah. two days yeah. after at the most. Yeah, I and think they start canceling uh, everything. Baseball spring training canceled, and then it was just like, bam, bam, like Huge dominoes. Dominoes, yeah. As soon as one famous person tested positive, they're like, nope. Because the same day was, what's his face? Um, Hank. Hank. Yeah. Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks tested positive. Mm-hmm. There was like three major things in one day. Well, and I feel like the big trend was, well, we'll do it without fans. And then yep. all of a sudden it's like, no, nope, we're canceled. Then the next big sport did the same thing. Well, yeah, no I mean, fans. When players start catching canceled it. Canceled everything. Like, yeah. Von Miller has it right now. That's the newest news. Oh. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it's it's there's not too many things that I can think of that we're going to remember for the rest of our life, like that happened. But this is definitely one of them. Like, yeah, I, I can't even think of too many things. I think we're it's legit for me. It's this nine eleven. Yeah, we're thinking nine eleven, nine eleven, and the coronavirus. Like, are the two things I can think of that for sure? You know. Like yeah. everybody remembers. There's always stuff yeah. in your own life that you'll remember, but yeah. like this affected everybody. Well, even compared to like the housing market crashing, like that you remember that, but you don't, re- it's not in like that same category. Well, even sure. And it didn't quite hit us the same because none of us were homeowners. True. Too, true. Know? But like, it hit for, my, for it hit my family. It's my dad. Sure. It, it, hit, it hit construction. Well, and it hit like, that was right when Sam and I were graduating college. I was 2009, yeah. 2010. So like, mm-hmm. we're trying to jump into the, you know, the job market and it's dead. It's flat. Yeah. Same with, you know, a lot of the college grads right now who are even deprived their last few months of, of schooling in person, mm-hmm. still doing some online, but a lot of kids aren't walking. Yeah. And then they're going into a market where there's, you know, more unemployment than there potentially ever has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting spot to be in for sure. No That's doubt, no okay. doubt. But I think we'll be—I think we'll be coming out of this pretty darn strong, and I think honestly, a lot more efficient with a lot more people working from home, people figuring out what's truly necessary and what's not. Maybe even changing their spending a little bit. I don't know. It'll be I, curious to see looking back in like five years what sort of effects and maybe even positive effects you know that this this had as devastating and tragic as it has been i think one thing that's going to sprout from this is there's going to be a bunch of entrepreneurs that yeah. couldn't do anything and now have the time mm-hmm. to like build, 
build a brand, build a something, whether it's in inventing a com- part of a computer or whatnot, or just building a brand. Yeah, like, or being yeah, ba- basically being forced to focus on your side hustle potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that could grow things. Card market is up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the car, the sports card market is zooming right now. Buy yeah. all the Pokemon cards you can. Dude, just Pokemon cards. Back into cards yeah, <laughs> Pokemon cards, basketball cards, baseball cards are all like sky high right now. Sweet. It's wild. I wonder what disc the cards are like. There are some disc golf cards, but I feel like they awesome. You got some? You got some disc golf pro tour? Yeah, I got tw- all of 2016, the entire deck. Oh, okay. sweet. I got a couple of pages from, I think, 2018, 2019, maybe? Recently, too, right? Yeah, I bought them somewhat recently. Dude, that was a huge, that was a huge moment for me, personally, when I saw that I got a 2016 card. Yeah, I got I, I had no idea. I was like, I, you know, I was just playing the tournaments and uh, stuff, and yeah. it just got Pro Tour was a thing. It was for sure a thing, but um, I didn't know, like, how legit you know, it was or anything, especially because it's my first year on tour. And I saw that and I was just like, this is awesome. My dad's going to be stoked. Right. Like, <laughs> hey, Wheaties box cool. is next, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cereal box. Yeah, for sure. Does Wheaties boxes hold the same weight it used to? Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure not. I mean, if a disc golfer got on there, it would. It yeah. would for our community, no doubt. <laughs> SportsCenter <laughs> tweeted out that uh, the Africa, the kids thrown in Africa. Oh, Zambia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zambia. Oh, yeah, that was a great video. Mm-hmm. Like three or four days ago, they tweeted that out. Dude, those forehands were epic, Dude, they too. were good. Yeah. They were yeah. so good. Oh. Throwing forehand farther than a number of people I know personally. All yeah, of, except for, for us. <laughs> those kids would be crushers in no time at all. Yeah. Yeah. We, need to, get on, we need to get out over, over to Africa and start doing some more of that. Yeah. yeah. I've, really been, exactly. I've really enjoyed the going to teach kids and stuff. I've been pretty involved with that for the past few years, like uh, with kids disc golf and mm-hmm. you disc golf and edge and stuff. Probably taught a few thousand kids or something at this point, but it's, it's worth it every time. Yeah. It's so rewarding. And it yeah. really is what, what helps grow the sport from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. How big is the disc golf scene in Asia? Like with kids and with stuff. So in, in Taiwan, actually, I was really surprised, but disc golf isn't that big, but there's another Frisbee sport called Dodgebee. Hmm. You heard of that one? Nope, haven't. Not. Like dodgeball, but with a, a Frisbee, like a soft kind of whammo type Frisbee. Yeah. All right. Called Dodgebee. And they kill it, dude. Like they played in the high schools and stuff, like all over the country, they're playing Dodgebee. This seems and a little bit easier because you don't have need as much space. I would be super down to play that. That sounds a super lot. Is it the same kind of rules as dodgeball, where if you catch it, the other person's out and all that. So yeah, I think it's played real similar. And you like line up, you know, and you run, you grab the frisbee, you back up, and it's like a half court versus half court kind of situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I know that they were playing a lot of that. The the guy that uh, our contact in Taiwan, his name's Quan. And he's been working with Innova for many years and like Hero Disc and everything. And so he, he kind of like, they basically invented the sport of Dodgebee to try and get people more interested in Frisbee. Yeah. And then slowly they've been introducing disc golf, but it's a little more difficult for the school system because, you know, they need like a, a, some land and everything. Like they don't, they. That's like need, the drawback of disc golf. Yeah. Land you need. Right. 
but so they they do play like in in Taiwan. They they know about it and stuff. But I I don't know like numbers on like how many yeah. people and stuff like that. But it's 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 made it's made its way to Asia. I mean, I I think it's in every country in Asia now. It's I mean, definitely in Cambodia, Thailand, Vietnam. It's big enough to have someone as good as Jackie Chen playing. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that's crazy. Dude, he he has the most extension I think I've ever seen on a backhand throw. Like at the end, like where he gets and like the angles he's at, like he uses the entire throw to throw. Yeah, he's he's wow. got it. He's figured that out, dude. He figured it out. Like one of the best Macbeth mimics I've ever seen for sure. Yeah, I feel like he's the flexibility he has at the end of the throw, maybe throughout the whole throw. I haven't looked at it that much, but like I just realized like the the position he gets in at the very end, like when his arms almost finished is like full body. There's zero cutoff of like, I need to stop spinning. Like he keeps going all the way through and it's, it's kind of a wild thing to me. I've never seen anyone throw quite like it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's really, really cool to be there in person and witness it, witness it go down. Oh, I imagine he's one of the few that's like, I need to watch him every throw. Yeah, yeah, we were we were watching him. I was definitely keeping my eyes on him. I mean, I was trying to win the tournament too. I was like in the mix, like all the way to the end. So yeah, that course. I'm glad, he, I'm glad he won the tournament. I'm I'm glad he won. That course is really interesting looking. Yeah, the course was it was it was a little rough because the tee pads. The tee pads were yeah. it was like all dirt tee pads, and so it was really hard to to do your normal throw. I would say. I would say 90% of the drives are, um, I don't know really what you call it. Kind of like a guess, you know, kind of like, oh, over the top. Kind of like oh, yeah. you're using your body, but you're not doing your normal, like whole, like disc golf dance thing. Yeah. Sure. Timid. Like, stuff yeah. In the, yeah. You're timid. You got to kind of like, okay, I'm going to step here, step here now reaching just like, ah, uh, like every time it was a different kind of dance and throw. So, yeah, it was it was a tough one. Uh, it did have some really memorable sweet holes, though. And like, there's a lot of throwing over the top early. Yeah, yeah, and especially like the final nine and stuff. Just, we played safari holes and stuff, so it was it was difficult. But uh, also, we played uh, seventy two holes in two days with um, it was like eight miles per round. So you know, fifteen sixteen mile. Uh, days and there was no shade it was all it was like 85 90 degrees and it was all like just exposed sun like James by the end of the, the second day James was done like I mean, <laughs> barely finished the tournament done he's like I'm over this I do not want to be here anymore like this is too much golf like yeah. let's go you know it was like it was a little too much so we're working out the kinks for a future Asia Open tournament yeah. That's wild. That's a cool little breakout party, though, for, for Jackie Chan. That's rad. He's got like, the perfect name, too, for Americans, at least. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I think <laughs> some people thought it was a joke at first. I like, definitely did. I was like, Jackie Chan? Someone spelled Jackie Chan wrong? Like, yeah. and see disc golfing now? Yeah, and apparently he's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> the old man. No doubt. He would sell so many discs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that he would. Didn't Innova jump on yeah. Jackie Chen? 100%. Yeah. 100%. You know, it's kind of, I I don't really agree with that, like, whole, like, thing of, like, the sponsoring the player, like, early like that and stuff. Like, 
like the, the players like we just need agents moving forward like yeah what like there's they didn't pay him anything there's no way they paid him anything no yeah, probably not. Way they gave him any money up front or anything but then all of a sudden innova gets to claim this like person because of this like mentality of players wanting to be sponsored and like wanting to to be uh they 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 want to be validated by the company so they're like oh yeah i'll i'll be sponsored you know i'll do that for you but like that's that's some bullshit like you know if if you want to sponsor the kid like help them get here and help them play a tournament don't like send them some shit and say hey will you post about us like yeah like you know, it would it would be so much more if they're like, "Hey, we bought Jackie Chen a flight here. Yep. We're paying for his hotel. We're paying for him to play. He's gonna throw into the discs." Like, there yeah. we go. That's more and of a conversation. Not investing in they him. They would get yeah. so many eyes on it too, though. Like, they it would, would be so worth it. It's short sighted not think, to do I that. I think from their point, they're just like, "Oh, we have the Asia market now. Like, yeah, we have I a guy. In Asia. That's yeah. what they're trying to do. They're trying to get the." If we have the best player in Asia and he's sponsored by yeah. Innova, yeah, yeah, he's gonna. And that's yeah. not a bad plan at all. But it's not, but that's what they're going for. I don't think they care about bringing him over. Oh, dude, I would. I would too. Yeah, but I don't think that's what their thought process is. Their thought process is getting the name Innova to circulate in Asia. Mm-hmm. So we're soon, we're soon, we're gonna have a players' union though, where Jackie's gonna get an email. That email is gonna go straight to someone like me, or straight to someone like Paul Ulubari, or someone. Else, and we're gonna go. Oh no, no, Jackie. Like, if you want Innova, if you want to sponsor Jackie, or if you want to like be associated with Jackie and like all this, like, we need five grand up front, or we need him to fly here. Like, we need to like protect the value of of Jackie and play, uh, and new players and stuff. You know? Yeah. Oh, I like the idea of a players' union. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. It's one of those things that, like, if, as our sport, you know, as we take it to a bigger scale it's inevitable when when you're talking about like when when Paige I mean I was there with the with Paige with her contracts with this craft you know when when you start talking about that much money it's like okay we need a literal we need a lawyer like we need all kinds of stuff to like figure this out before we ink this deal you know so it's I think it's inevitable that we're gonna have a a union pretty soon I I hope there's a union I just think being how individual the sport is, it might mm-hmm. not be a thing that happens as fast as we want so it to. So what's a PGA Tour have? I don't know, but oh, MMA, yeah. MMA does not have a – UFC does not have a union. Really? At all. And they're like – there's been multiple attempts at one, and they've all like failed drastically. Like they've failed in like a great fucking ball of fire. I wonder why. And when I when I Google PGA Players Union, the most recent or the top thing that comes up was in 2008, and it says does the do does the PGA Tour need a players union? Which yeah. tells me at least for a couple hundred years they didn't. I think they're considered like uh like what's it called? You're contracted out. Like you're not part of a team. You're not owned by anything. You're just attending these tournaments. Yeah, yeah. in 2013, it may be time. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't there know. is a players. I think it's one of the things that I think it needs to happen and it should happen. Yeah. Like, until other sports that are similar follow suit, yeah. it'll be hard to be like, yeah, we need a players union. Or even if it's not like a true union, at least a lot of communication and a lot of avenues and, and openness mm-hmm. about that. Yep. Maybe you like they, uh, they don't have a union. They have agents where they're like, hey, you know, Jordan Spieth, what are you getting paid from yeah. Titleist or whatever yeah. so that we can at least, well, you know, what, was, 
What was the agency that tried to pop up? Not it that was long ago? DGI and it was yeah. Sam. And I thought about it. I honestly almost went that route instead of OTB where it was like, be a disc golf agent, like sincerely, seriously considered it. And I think it was shortly after that one, I chose this. And then two, I saw DGI and Sam pop up. And then it came in my mind like three months ago, I was in the shower, straight up, just in the shower. And like, I, sh- I, we need to look into this again because I honestly, I think Nate, what it was, was thinking about you and Paige and Missy and how we can bring more value to you guys and how we can bring more value to the players that, that we're sponsoring and developing a relationship with. And I'm like, fuck, like we, we should look into again, like having some sort of representation for these players and not even looking to get like the 10% cut or whatever that agents usually get. But like, how can we make sure that these players are valued as highly as they should be based on what the market dictates? I think it's kind of the whole thing with our compound too. It's like, we want to have a course, Basically, like how you guys have a place to come. Yeah. When you have some, when something like this happens, or when there's the off season. Yeah, yeah essentially, place, it was the off season. It was the off season. Now the pandemic. But now this <laughs> changes things. But like, have a place to go where people can train. They can go play. Yep. They can produce content. And if you have an agent, also. Yeah. And like someone that can help you work things out. Like it's just another added bonus for people to come with us. Yeah, not off season. Oh, add that to the map. Add yeah. that to y'all's little list of ideas. Like that. That's just part of y'all's little whatever you call it. The the OTB yep. commune or whatever you want to call it. Dude, that place, I mean, and that's another reason why it, it would be nice to have it in California is that year-round weather and being able to golf. Yeah. There's there's plenty of states that offer that. Like, you you know, you're a Texas boy. That's That would that would definitely work and land's a little cheaper and a little well, more loose at, on taxing. We're, we're, Paige and I are looking at property like around Asheville, like mm-hmm. up in the Blue Ridge Mountains, you know? That's you guys know that area? Right, that's what I thought. That's North Carolina, yeah? Yeah, North Carolina, yeah. So, like, North Carolina, like, eastern Tennessee, like, western Virginia, like, yeah. that area is something that we're looking at for, like, like a home, but also for that idea of, like, building just the exact same thing, like, building a hub, building something indoor where we can, like, where we can putt and throw into a net indoors and also train people, train kids, have, like, mm-hmm. kid camps and stuff, like, yeah. And the kids off to be taught by page for two weeks in the summer, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, but we've been looking at property out there and it's, it's pretty, pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, that's what, like what Paul did to some extent, you know, he's, he's got his course, he's got his compound and his training center. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he's looking Foundation to, you know, is there. bring people. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. But, no, he's going to have, he's, he, his, he's talking about having some, some big events. This last time I heard from him, he was talking about like it being like a legit, like a uh, course you would, you know, would want to have like a major at and stuff. Absolutely. That's I heard so the, exciting. The course is gorgeous in the fall. Yeah. 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 What, yeah maybe it's that, the fall. I think it was the fall. What he said. When it still has some. When it has, has leaves on mm-hmm. it still and everything's yeah. kind of green. I think all the, the only pictures or videos I've ever seen is like bare. Winter. All the trees are bare. Yeah. Everything's brown. Yeah. But two years. Yeah, they got four seasons there. It's weird. They're weird, huh? They got <laughs> four seasons. I don't like them. No. <laughs> it can be beautiful. Yeah, Paul was actually like uh, hitting up Paige about coming to move out to Virginia too. Yeah. <laughs> to, your, it. to your point, I think one of the next steps in our sport, especially in the next 10 years, parents are going to want to get their kids involved in this now that it, the livelihood is more and more feasible and you're going to see more like camps like you're talking about pop up and if you can be the first one available 
you know, get your name out there as something like that. Yeah, or a West Coast one, an East Coast yeah, one, exactly. whatever it might be. Like, there's yeah. there's definitely room for for plenty of them. Oh, absolutely. Sure, dude. How many golf like camps and stuff are there? There's every no. exactly every single course has a course pro at it. Yeah. 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 Not every single course, I should say. Every 18-hole course has a course pro. Mm -hmm. You could easily have one per state, if not multiple, depending on the size of the state. So the market is huge for this. I think more and more kids are getting into it. More and more parents are seeing that there is somewhat value into it. And, and, you know, and once you get disc golf agents or disc golf players union involved and and the income start increasing, the likelihood of that stuff is just going to go up and up and up. Yeah, I think so, dude. I think we're on a good wave. We're all on a good wave. I'm I'm so thankful for all the disc golf fans every day. Yes. Like people, people ask if like we get annoyed and stuff. It's like totally the opposite for me. I'm like so stoked when people message me and they're like, dude, love watching you play. Like, can I buy a disc from you? You know, mm-hmm. that's cool for me still every day. And like, like most of the sales I do, I do just in person just because I haven't like set up online shop. I haven't been doing that. But every now and then I'll like make a post, hey, I'm selling these discs and I'll get so many messages from people like, oh, I've had your disc. You know, I bought it from you here at this tournament. I bought it from you here. I want another one in it. That for me is just so cool to be able to like have that little connection with someone where they like throw my disc every day with my stamp on it and stuff. You've got a great fan base, dude. Like oh, we yeah. saw it when we listed up the the – Perkins Owl, you know, the mini stamp, the links. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like we knew it before, but I think that kind of reinforced it of all these people that are hitting us up going, yeah, dude, he's one of my favorite guys. I'm happy to support. And they sold out pretty quick. And we had a handful of messages after they sold out. Like, really? They're gone? Yeah. Lots of notes saying that they're stoked that we're supporting, you know, folks like yourself. And yeah. Age. And it, it, it's really cool to see. Love it. I love it too, man. And and like, I feel good about it. You know, like I'm not trying to like finish this thing out with, uh, with, um, you know, I'm not really trying to like accumulate a ton of wealth. Like I'm not really too interested in a billion dollars, you know, like I'd love to one day to be comfortable, but like, I, I, I feel good about like the direction things are going with this golf and like how I'm making money with this golf and stuff. I don't feel like I'm like working someone over somewhere or anything like that. Like, not like, at all. I, I can go to sleep at night every time. Like, you know, maybe I made a few hundred bucks today, but like those people were stoked to, to help me make that money. Yeah, just you know? adding value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I don't know another like product that is like, I've never had someone return a disc. I mean, maybe <laughs> you know, I, I have never had someone return a disc go, Hey, it doesn't work. Like, or it's like, <laughs> it's broken. Like uh, the return percentage on disc golf has to be low. Right. It is pretty low. Like we, pretty we low. get it, but it's it's not often. We have one customer in particular that does it more often than anybody. <laughs> He's local. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen much online, but we'll you know we'll get it and yeah. we we treat them right. You know we're happy yeah. to take anything back because we want to make sure golfers get set up with with the right disc. But sure, over and again, like to that to that sense of not feeling bad at all. Like I sleep great at night knowing that we're not snake oil salesmen in the slightest. Right, yeah. we're selling little you know pieces of plastic happiness people love going out there and throwing this stuff and it's yeah we're, yeah, we're, we're not fucking anyone over no not at all not, not at all not at all man you guys put put the ton of ton, ton of work in you know and the prices are great too like absolutely so yeah, cool the way everyone else does it is way easier oh dude yeah that's right <laughs> way i was easier. gonna talk some I we're was talking gonna talk some, some shit on shit. every other disc golf retailer <laughs> 
the way they do it is way easier. <laughs> to, yeah, like, no photos, like no a lot of people, yeah. yeah, a lot of people take pictures of the disc. So like, not those guys necessarily, but yeah. people that do pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Oh man, pre-orders are the easiest thing ever. Yeah, it we're not nice. not taking pictures, not scaling weight. Like we're the only ones that do flatness, stiffness, or the only major one. I haven't seen anyone else do it yet. But I was running through the math last night talking with my wife at home and I'm like, those tactics, because we didn't get them on time, which was stressing me out like crazy. Oh, but yeah, we were pretty stressed. We didn't get them on time. And so we listed it up basically as a pre-order. I know you saw it. Dude, it took yeah. me seven minutes to list that instead yeah. of like seven hours probably. <laughs> Take all those pictures, do the scale, weight, weight, flatness, stiffness, stiffness yeah. list like 400 tactics. Instead, it, it was, dude, it was so easy, so quick and they sold fine. And yeah. the like one, you can get by with so little work. I don't know. And how, as a person yeah. pulling the discs, it was so easy. I just went to yeah. the stack. Oh, you didn't they want a white hard one? Sure. Grab mm-hmm. it. Pull it. Done. Nice. It was nice. Well, maybe you could do like a little, maybe you could do something where every now and then with a release like that, where it's, you know, it's, you don't maybe. have to. I think it would have to be with our hand being forced, kind of like these tactics where, yeah. Because I mean, that's part of, and I've heard Aaron say this a lot that like that's part of our brand. That's part of who yeah. we are is we list yeah. every picture. Our thing is virtually in your hand. We have a trademark. Dude, and I love it. I'm so happy to yeah. put in that extra work just for our customers to know exactly what they're getting. I, Amen. I feel like it would be a shame for everything we did getting this place ready in here if we started just doing that. Yeah, but it do it would be so easy. It'd be so easy. <laughs> it'd be easy. That's all. Yeah. Because like you think about the like, first four the four yeah. months. We were in here. Yeah, was legit just listing shit every day yep. for yeah. hours, and hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. It's a fun grind. It least. is a fun grind. It is. I'm not denying that. Yeah, but yeah, it's so easy. We could do so much more if we listed stuff like that. But it's just not we worth it, man. Frisbees. We love our customers. We we could play disc golf ourselves. We could. Yeah, we could actually we play could that. That's awesome. That's a sweet service that you guys are providing. Though that's legit. We try, man. We try. It's been fun, but fortunately, we're we're doing well enough to to be able to, you know, develop a relationship with people like you and you know Paige and Missy and the crew that we've got out there. That's again back to the back to your point of like we don't we don't care to build wealth. We want to you know we want to be doing all that we're doing so that we could feed it back into the sport and sponsor Disc Golf Pro Tour for five figures a year and sponsor you guys and, you know, just feed it back in, whether it's local tournaments, big tournaments, players, whatever, you know, this is, this is the sport we love, man. We just throw it back in. That's awesome, man. That's what it's about. Yeah. Like no way. Like it's, it's just like all really cool for me still, you know, to be like on the podcast with you guys and you walk out and you're like, Hey, I want to be your sponsor. Like that's a really cool, thing for me you know super cool deal for me to associate with someone like you guys for for us to believe in each other and try and help each other out like it's all it's all really cool i think you guys got a pretty solid solid little crew too yeah i mean this is Mm -hmm. this is the three of us we've got a couple other people that definitely help we've got an it guy on the back end who who slays and does whatever he won't even let us like help him no no, he I, won't. I try to like, hey, I want this to be your only job in the future. He's like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm good. He just, you know, he'll come over and drink our beer and yep. have a good time. But, you know, that's big that's time. This golf community. So you got you guys sponsored Ezra, right? Ezra? Yeah. Yep. yep. Love it. He hit a thousand rated too already. Hell he yeah. Did. That was, was pumped quick. for him. Good. 
he can uh, he can get cans of beans and celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had him. We had him in shop and had him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. So. That was yeah, cool. that was hundred percent your recommendation. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm hitting him up on Instagram that dude, night. And it's so cool now because we, he was hanging out with Hoop and Lion. That's and right. Like we we, we kind of have this like little OTB like community on the road, or we did, where yeah. Hoop, Lion, Ezra, and then for a little bit it was Austin Spradlin and Donovan Smith. Mm-hmm. And they went down and played Wintertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hanging with them. Yeah, yeah. so like there, was like there was like a little community, and they're all playing together. And then we had yeah. Corey Merle film the little – yeah, our ad, commercial. our new mm-hmm. commercial, and it was a commercial that was Hoop, Lion, and Ezra. Mm-hmm. It was all focused on them. Let's go, dude! Yeah, it was sick. It was awesome. So it's cool to yeah. have that, like little arm that's out. Yeah, sort things. of a very much like an unintended benefit mm-hmm. of just giving a little bit of like family feeling to you know at least those those three or four guys, and certainly yeah. certainly extending further. And it makes it easy when Hoop and Lion are so close to us. Yeah, and they're like legit are like friends. They're not just like some guys we signed. Mm-hmm. They are our friends, so they're like an extension of us. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. That's like, cool. Yeah, they were good. Uh, they're they were loving it, dude. Those kids, they were playing until the sun went down every day. <laughs> dude, <laughs> watching hoop is insane, man. Young There's a reason energy. he's so good. I've watched him. Finish, he's I've a harder. I've watched him finish <laughs> second at an A tier, and be pissed. Like so upset that he puts for like four hours until the night, and we have to drag him off the course to get him home. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, dude, the dude does not want to leave the course ever. He always thinks he did. I've seen him win and be like, no, I need to go putt for two hours. Yeah, he's addicted, man. He's got a problem. It's wild. He legit has a problem, but I'd it's like a good to help problem him by sending him on tour. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, we were at Vegas. Uh, playing just putting games with each other till the sun went down and Ezra's over there just like bombing discs back and forth. Like literally like the three or the four or five of us, like right there at the uh, Vegas has like a really sweet uh, putting and warm up area. Like it's a ball golf. Yeah. Wild horse. Yeah. Wild horse. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just remember us all like ironically you say Ezra and, and, and hoop, but we were all there until the sun went down each, each day, like practicing and stuff. That's, that's awesome. That's why they're so good too. It's why you're so good, also. Grind. It's like it's work. I'm just trying to keep up with kids like that, I see that and I'm like, shit. Like, <laughs> it's like, God, dude, I have no choice. Better <laughs> not go lay down dude, on the couch. Hey, yeah. The 19 year old athlete in 10 years from now is going to be insane. Yeah. I, like the 19 year old disc golfer is going to be throwing like 550 hyzers. Well, because they're already starting so much, so much ahead of everybody mm-hmm. with YouTube and just the information yep. spreading. Information spreading, and then you're going to get a bigger sample pool yep so you'll get those once in a generation athletes that just like yeah up more it'll be more and, often more likely mm-hmm. that happens and they choose yeah. something else you're right buddy yeah always it's <laughs> so cool that we have that that we're like we all love sports like deeply we all love sports and like when you see all those like espn 30 for 30 things about like the history of golf yep. and like you go back jack nicholas like all these players that like kind of like pioneered golf and everything you're like wow those guys are legends like all the old basketball baseball players just all the sports like that we're in that time period right now yeah, very sure, much 100 so. exactly. we're just right in it and like they're going to be talk. definitely they're going to be talking about kenny and them 
Kenny and Barry and all those guys for sure. Hopefully they still are, you know. Yeah, yeah. and then can't imagine. we'll yeah. talk about Paul and then there's I think our the generation we're in currently is going to have a lot more people talked about. Yeah. The advent of social media like mm-hmm. you're going to Jomez. People they yeah, have people like yourself like Big Germ, Sexton. Yeah. are going to be recognized forever because they're like the first people in the to step into the new the new scene of the internet, like talking commentary, doing podcast. Yeah. Of communication. Yeah. You're going to be the first, like the internet people, like the The internet people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're like, we're making the history, whatever we're making it for people in the future. You know, it's so sweet. It's awesome. It's so cool. And like, if I never win a title, like I'm going to be okay. Like I'm going to be okay with my life. Cause like, this like ride that we've been on, like just even these years, like I still haven't won a freaking tournament on the tour, but like, it's been so rewarding to just be a part of this, that it's all worth it. Yeah. Hey, sure. being Tony Roma isn't a bad gig. You know dude, what I mean? Not at all. He gets paid. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never he won two playoff games, but like, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to win to be successful. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of avenues to win. Yeah. A lot of them. So, I mean, like to that point, you guys have been creating a ton of content. I know you've pushed a ton of videos to Paige's YouTube, your YouTube. One of the things to Paige called yesterday and just talking about like your, your videos has almost reminded me of just like us as kids trying to figure out what game to do next yeah. and like sort of making up rules as you go along or like, okay. this is the game today. Let's go. It kind of reminds me of us making up that stupid basket game we played yep. with the mini basket <laughs> that was where we started playing a game with a, one of the mini bottle cap baskets. And at the end of it, we had a completely different game than what we started with. Yeah. And it was intense. Yeah, and it was fun. Intense. It was just interesting. <laughs> we had other people playing too. That's true. Dude, we have just been playing games. Honestly, the YouTube videos are work, but they're also... There's Alyssa filming right now. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Let's go check this out real quick. Oh, the new page van? This is airtime. He's working on Paige's, Paige's van. What Say what up, Doing what the- up? Oh, that looks thick. There you go. So what are you guys working on right now in the van? Can you see it? Looks yeah. Like a fridge. Yeah, but for our listeners. Yeah, we got a. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry guys, I forgot that we're talking. To, we're still on. Okay, we'll have a video this will this will yeah. most likely go on YouTube also, but yeah. okay. people that cool. aren't on YouTube. That's right. That's also going to make more people go to the YouTube too, because they're going to be like, "What the hell are they talking about, dude?" Yeah, exactly. yeah you got to see this. <laughs> okay, let's look over here. First so, whole podcast for our listeners. Mm-hmm. For our listeners right now, we are looking at the inside of Paige Pierce's van, and she's getting a full remodel right now oh you're taping already for paint well we're taping before we sand so we don't accidentally sand off the stain so is that going to be the armor that you're working on now yeah armor right like sand I, I believe so danny i believe that's an armor and the fridge is going to be below the armor it's going to be on like a little slide out and uh yeah she's getting a ton more storage some cabinets kitchen sink it's pretty sweet that's, That's so what's awesome. up. I know you had your your van's pretty well decked out. I forget who was telling us recently. I think it was Corey, Johnny yeah. Disc Golf was saying that that your van, the way it's laid out, is one of the most well thought out and like functional vans out there. Oh, nice, sweet. Yeah, That's getting awesome. getting some good props there. Getting the love for sure. So it's good to have your insight on on pages. I'm sure she's happy about that. 
Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that looks good. Those, Those things are, are flippy. Bombers. Yeah. Dude, they're flippy. And like, I, 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 I like, I ordered 50 of them and I didn't really like the feel of them. And so they were just kind of sitting in the van and then I sent out some mystery boxes and uh, I just got a flood of messages just the next day and I sold, sold them all. So people are stoked on hey, them. That's what's oh, up. Yeah. I was going to say, I haven't sold them. We'll buy them all. Yeah. <laughs> but they're already out to the people. Yeah. We're going to have to do, we're going to have to do a run when they do another eco. Yeah. They'll be popular. And then I wonder if they'll be, you know, the same. Every run's a little bit different mm-hmm. in this one. I think there's, there's so many people out there who can't throw the standard DD three or who can't throw a destroyer, you know? And so this, this like flippy super user friendly one is great for lower arm speeds and has a purpose for the higher arm speeds of just being a hyzer flip machine. And it's still yeah. the same mold that Eagle throws and that Simon throws. Sure. So they use, can say the throw. It's, like, it's weird to me though. The thing about the Enigma is it was probably that same slot. Yep. Like it's a great slot, but nobody throws it because none of the big throw, none of the big pros throw it. So no one really throws the Enigma. Yeah. Yep, it's exactly right for sure. Which is like a it sucks because it's that disc is, the Enigma is awesome. Like I actually yeah. really enjoy the flight of the disc. It is, but again, like it definitely didn't make your bag. No, no, but that uh, there's I throw a lot of discs don't make my bag. Yeah, you throw. Well, I, also, I also throw a lot of discs that do make my bag. Yeah, you guys throw a lot of them too. Pretty much. Have you thrown every mold? Ooh, uh, no. Maybe, no, not every, no. but we, we were better about it before. Our orders we, picked up. We hired Sam and thought we were going to get more time to throw, and we got less time to throw. <laughs> yeah, we got less time. And then we Oops. hired Jer, and then COVID happened. Yeah, so. We hired a guy just to test discs because we realized we didn't have time for it. So we just we hired a local dude who bombs and has great yeah, form. He throws way further discs. than us. He does. Oh, Maybe really? not way, but not he does. way, but he throws 25 to 50 feet further than He's us. He's got 500 power. Yeah. Oh, sweet. We're, we're high He's fours, not you? internet distance. <laughs> the internet distance that's such an anom- that's such a crazy thing dude it's such oh. a crazy thing and i think internet distance applies to pros too it probably does people you'd be using you disc all the time saying i throw 500 and something feet and it's like dude you disc is not the best way to measure things well it's confusing it's confusing for me because like like I mean, not the pros don't even like really throw 500 feet. Like it's like a it's like a thing when you do throw 500 feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that oh. shot that was a huge shot. Like, can't believe you just threw it 500 feet. It's not like a an everyday thing. Dude, mm-hmm. Udisc is so like I don't. This is me kind of like I was a land surveying apprentice for a year, so I got to learn about like the satellite systems and how they locate things with GPS. And like UDISC at the very, very maximum uses like four to six satellites. Where like GPS uses like, I don't know, like the, the crazy GPS uses like 20 satellites. Mm. And that's how they like triangulate it closer to like more perfect. There's no way UDISC is right. Like hardly ever. So I just got to add 20 feet onto whatever UDISC says. <laughs> or subtract. <laughs> either or. Like it, it legit could be both directions. No, I think it's only one, dude. Like, cause it's plus minus and it, it could be like the same distance, but 40 feet left. Well, the, when it says so, it's good, it's like plus or minus 15 11, or 15. 11, 12, something like and that. So if you yeah. Plus or minus, if you plus 15 both ways, all of a sudden your 500 foot throw is, is like 460. Yeah. 460. Like it's, it's, yeah. Or 540. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it gets crazy. Like, so just like, and then also you just asked you to walk straight on the path. 
Because they're, so they're trying to use two different things. Police keep asking me to do that too. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, so, so, so you're just trying to ask you to do two things. They're trying to ask you how many steps you walk, and they're taking that into account. And then they're trying to triangulate it with GPS. Next so time if you walk some crooked ass steps, if you walk some crooked ass thing, yep, or walk uphill and downhill, like it's yep. going to obviously change the average they're using. Uphill both ways. So you just got to use one of those laser sights. Ooh, yeah. those are great though, because those pick up other things. You just got to use Aaron. You got to call Aaron and no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying legit. You need like tape measure, a tape measure, and or a GP, like a legit GPS thing. I'll just call Brody. I mean, Brody throws five forty. He said, "No, I don't think he said he." No, he would recently. No, he recently said his furthest throw was five, like thirty eight or something like that. Five forty. It's a bomb, and he's trying to get to five fifty. Dude, he definitely has the frame. Oh, he does. Oh, he's legit, dude. I watched him play most of his round at Waco, and I was like, I was so impressed. You, you know, I was really impressed with him, and really impressed with just like his approach to it too. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Has taken an angle that he has into the sport where they're just like, oh yeah, let me just like go right to the top and like just like chill with the, the best guys and just like uh, let me get right into it. Like no one, it's, it's crazy no how powerful the YouTube the yeah. YouTube presence is. Like there's there's almost there's almost no way that he's in a position he is without like him being Brody Smith. Like I can't there's, imagine anyone else just like getting in and just going, oh yeah, let me be on the lead card and like. Mm -hmm legitimize all my throws and everything you know it's it's really unique situation it's it not much access it's not much different than like access yep Deion sanders getting or Bo. i mean a lot of these players played before where brody's different because so i guess the closest comparison would be michael jordan going to baseball going to baseball it's like, oh you can just like get right onto an mlb team yep. yeah he wasn't mlb he was minor leagues which mm -hmm. i would say brody kind of is also it's all the same tournament but he's still kind of minor leagues like He's not competing at the highest level. It's just level. easier to get pro in disc golf than it is major league baseball. And Michael Jordan was still pro. He just wasn't mm -hmm. sure. MLB. He was yeah, minor yeah. leagues. The, the big leagues. So it would be like it's playing an A tier, not in, in these or pro tour events. Yeah, it's just the accessibility of, of mm -hmm. disc golf. It's just be, he wouldn't be that way without the name. Yeah. yeah. And that's well, right. and that's why he got asked. Yeah, for he sure. Would, I mean, he would be Ezra in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, certainly that's the frame. And like in the frame and like, probably skill level. I yeah. mean, Ezra's probably better. Yeah. Would, would you say that? that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Ezra's yeah. better than Brody. Yeah. But Ezra's oh, yeah. never going to get the, the coverage that Brody gets. No. Unless he not becomes a champion. Yeah, not mm -hmm. immediately. Like, but that's, that's part of what comes with... Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Fuck yeah, I put a lot of work into getting that YouTube name and yeah. a lot of work into oh, being dude. incredible. Nothing away from Brody. No, not at all. Me, like, neither. Me neither. I was just saying it's, it's so unique of a situation. But yeah, he, he the dude works hard. Like, I, you know, I'm I'm behind the scenes on Alyssa's Alyssa's videos and Paige's videos and stuff, yeah. and like a ton of work to make a YouTube video and to like oh, make it look. Oh, that pain. Dude, they're popping out videos all the time, like Simon and Brody, and like it's. I don't know how, like Eagle. You already have another one up. Did you already have all these filmed and like? Is just blowing my mind, really. Yeah, yeah Simon. I, Simon's a nut. I right think now. you. I yeah. think at a certain point you figure out editing, and it becomes like a like almost plug and play. Like, oh, this video, this video. I know these graphics. Blah blah mm -hmm. bam bam. Yeah. Then it becomes plug and play, but yeah. dude, learning this stuff is like. The steep curve dude it's like to, for me to learn one thing on a youtube video i haven't done it in a little while i'm just 
mess around with it more. But to me, to learn one little thing, like putting a graphic, it's like a two-hour process. Right. Just, the first time, just yeah. to learn it the first time and then to remember it and like to recall it and for it to be like second nature. Like that takes time. It Repetition, takes a lot of videos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Aaron's, Aaron's the one that's learned all the video editing and the podcast, the audio editing. And audio editing is far easier than video editing. Mm-hmm. Which is nice, but what program are you? Alyssa wants to know. Uh, for what? For audio. Editing. For audio. Audio. I just use GarageBand. Nice. Super easy. Um, for video, I'm now Corey got me on to DaVinci. What's it called? Um, DaVinci something. What? Resolve. Yeah. Yep. DaVinci Resolve, the free one. What's Melissa using? Premiere Pro. Yeah, yeah that's what fun. most people use. Yeah, or yeah, Final yeah. Cut. It's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. Yeah, DaVinci's free is like the main, the biggest attraction. How to much it. is Premiere Pro? Because we were looking at it the other day, and it, it seemed pretty darn reasonable. It did seem reasonable. Yeah. What's it? Three hundred annually or something? I feel like it's like just like do it. Just throw it on there and yeah, it's an investment for sure. Less than learn, a day. Learn, dude, learn photos like learn Premiere, but like you could even learn After Effects. Like those are some skills that like could take you a long way as far as like making your own OTB commercials to send to yeah. people and yeah. and you know player like we could send you videos of us throwing and then you could add on to, to it, add some graphics to it. Oh, dude, you could do but that right now. Do that value, you know? It's definitely something like I'm. Especially again, I'm kind of rejuvenated after for a while I was working my ass off at it and like yeah. doing a lot of videos. And then it got to a point where like, I just didn't have the extra time and like not even the extra time. It was just like, I had some time, but it was not really the necessary amount of time to truly learn it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, have a little bit more time again, especially with this coronavirus thing. No disc golf, no extracurriculars. Yeah, you're not going like, to bar. No bars. <laughs> like, there's some things that are different now and I'm like, all right, I can do some stuff again. So you're playing video games again. I am playing video games again. Nice. What are you uh, playing? I got a bought an Xbox. So a lot of 2k I've been playing Fortnite a decent amount. Oh, nice. I, I fuck with Fortnite. I thought it was going to be kind of lame. And then I got into it. I'm like, this is fun. No, it's fun. I couldn't bring my PS4 on the, on the road with me. It's too, too tempting. I'd, I'd practice much less for sure. Yeah, it's really <laughs> tempting. Like, there's times where I go home, I'm like, ah, I shouldn't play. Yeah. I shouldn't play right now. I should do other things. Yeah. It, like, kind of just draws you in after a while. Like, all right, play one yeah. game. I've, I've probably played, like, three hours of video games in the last, like, two weeks or something, and that matches, like, the last two years before that. Dude, legit, yeah. I didn't have any games, like, at all for years. Mm-hmm. I had an Xbox 360 like five years ago that I played a little bit, mm-hmm. and other than that, didn't no games for years. It's but. so much fun, but like you, you're you're not forwarding, you're not making anything better. It's just yes. fun unless, unless you're you amazing, get hella good at it. Yeah, for and sure. That's not me. I suck at these games. <laughs> it's like you catch this bug, like when you when you catch that bug of like, okay, I'm just doing everything that I'm doing. I'm doing for myself. I'm trying to improve myself every day i'm trying to you know whether you're trying to improve your business or you know you know improve your physical health or something you know improve your youtube channel or just whatever you got to improve like once you like get on that train of like everything you do is for yourself like when you take that time it's almost like a guilty kind of pleasure you know where you're playing the video game you're like ah i'm I'm just kind of spinning in circles here just entertaining myself like 
Yeah. yeah it's a veg out time. That's what it, we're all about though here in America. Like we're all about like how to get comfortable and like how to entertain ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we're the we don't have to walk people. two miles to get water. Well, there's that. And there's also like, there's so many people working that nine to five. Yep. And once it hits five o'clock, like they're checked out until yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, no, wanna, there's no personal brand to work on. Yeah. 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 There's no goals. There's no, exactly. They're just spinning in circles. That's part of it. That's They're just entertaining themselves and like, I will say a great thing about modern video games is the communication. That's cool. Like playing people online that you don't get to see. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Dude, I, there was some child psychologist the other day said, let your kids play video games online with people right now. Yeah, They're not getting the social interactions of school. Let them talk to their friends online. Like mm-hmm. let them escape. And for me, like I'm going to Jake and Kyle, two guys I don't ever see very much anymore. Yeah, especially right now. Especially right now. Jake, I see a decent, I used to see a lot. Mm-hmm. But they're both like, dude, let's play some video games together. Like, let's talk and hang yeah. out. And, and like, I love yeah. that. And, and video it, games are so much fun. And yeah. they are. And it's still competitive. Like, to me, it's a competitive outlet. Mm-hmm. Even if I I'm pro video games. I'm pro video games for sure. I think that, yeah. I don't think that it should be stripped. I just, there's something about, like, personally, when you're playing, like, when you're not, like, working for yourself, that's, like, almost feels bad. Like, I still enjoy it. You know, it's like, eating ice cream like i enjoy the ice cream or whatever but you know, yeah. probably shouldn't be doing it i can't wait till there's a disc golf video game that's so realistic that <laughs> like because if you ask lebron james about 2k he says he uses it to learn matchups on players he uses it to run new plays oh, shit. and crazy, like dude. NASCAR, nascar guys i'm not sure about anymore but i know they're used to for the nascar game they would like legit use it to learn the tracks yeah and, Heck, yeah. and eventually you're going to be able to sick. use that for disc golf to like, Hey, like if I throw this shot here, how am I going to attack the green from here? Yeah. Like it's, imagine being able to play Maple Hill virtually a hundred times right before you go play it. Yeah. And dial down exactly yeah. where you need that thing to I mean, land. Yeah, at least like general, like a general idea. Like it won't be exactly perfect, but you'll yeah. be, able to be like, is this, can I execute this? Can well, I like figure land, this out? Landing zones are so important on some courses. Mm-hmm. Like I remember mm-hmm. Idlewild landing zones. There's some, holes you just play for par and knowing where to land is huge oh yeah i just can't wait for that to be like a disc golf game that like you could go play maple hill right now yeah. you can go play smugs dude, i'm so Ooh, i want to go smugs might be the 2020 world championships yeah Ooh, shit. again september yeah. october barsby two-time world champ <laughs> <laughs> i hope he's practicing i love you barsby but better get on that i'd sign up for that <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild. That would be. So my first. I would love for it to be back there, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think anybody's against that. The so very first. I've heard. The very first thing I thought about when, uh, when the whole disc golf season got canceled was Paul McBeth should have surgery right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, is he going to require surgery? Because I thought that's what he said. He was going to play half the year, and then after the season, he was going to have surgery and then be ready to go next beginning of next year. Yeah, he's going to cut it short, I think, after like after Worlds. Worlds. Basically, he'd play one tournament after Worlds, which was some tournament in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to have surgery. And miss USDGC, I guess. Yeah. He said miss every, like a ton of things. Mm-hmm. like But hit Worlds. And but hit Worlds. Surgery. I think he was trying to get six time repeat again. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the biggest tournament in our sport. Yeah. There's a lot of super important ones. There's some majors, but that, it's Worlds. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as he said that, like, the season's over, I'm like, dude, Worlds might get postponed. Worlds might not happen. Like, 
it's to me it's like not worth putting the well that possibility being, of making it worse though, just in case it's a tough gamble yeah tough i was gamble. gonna say if he if you he think, has a chance of playing worlds his world still has an uncertainty to me it's about not it. that tough of a gamble is it is yeah. it worth but you have all this time to recover right now is it worth missing more tournaments long run like you and then like the I just length. need more information. Yeah, yeah. same. I, I need more information to the doctor, too. So I'm gonna, yeah, I got to call the make. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of baseball players as soon as the season got shortened had surgery. A lot yeah. of them. Like, yeah. like yeah. six or seven major guys. Like season's canceled. All right, I have surgery right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to try to tough through this year. It's a business decision for mm-hmm. sure. And I think Paul's, Paul's at the point where if he doesn't win his sixth title this year, it's not going to hurt him at all. Yeah, I mean it's it's such It'll, a tough one. Like I I need more more information on like the timeline. It's definitely it an ankle. It's definitely an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, how long is the is the rehab? What's the likelihood of it happening in you know July or August or September or mm-hmm. whatever it is? True. Yeah, for sure. Like, so what if, they po- what if they post worlds post like postpone the worlds till October? Yeah, but so what's the timeline of rehab? And yeah, I mean, I mean knew, he was he was planning he, on taking after July, like middle of July until the end of the year off. I think if he knew for certain it was October, then I bet you he'd make that decision. Again, like cause one of the things we're dealing with on a very small scale in the disc golf community and then on a very large scale for the global is what's the end date? Yeah. You know, yeah, what's knows? that what's our Dude. timeline? What Especially our governor now said like something 2022. about 2022. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That was a stupid number that I heard. I didn't like that at all. Well, for like I mean it's crazy because, like, for what? Like, we live, we live with viruses. Like, we yeah. live with a nasty virus. The flu, this just the seasonal flu, is as bad as this has been in a lot of ways. In so many ways, we just understand it way more. I think is is the big, the big difference. And it's just kind of normalized. Like since we've had it, it's just been like, yep, we're gonna lose. 50 to 60,000. I mean, the 2018 2019 flu season, 60,000 people died. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just normal. Like, that's just normal losses. And so, I guess, like, with that normal flu, how many people are getting that? And I don't know any of this shit. I've done a lot of research on the coronavirus, but not necessarily on the like the standard flu. How many people that are in that at risk are getting vaccinated and are perfectly fine? And we lose that, you know, 60,000, but maybe it's 60,000 out of like, you know, 6 million. And then this is something that we just don't have a vaccine for yet. Oh, dude, I'm over it. I'm yeah. over the corona, man. Like, we all are, dude. But like, it's just like we got, we, the economy has to get back on track, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the, one of the reasons why it's nice that, you know, so many online businesses like ourselves are still able to operate. Like California has got that stay at home order. And, you know, we've, we've been doing that except for coming into work, but as you know, trying to do our, our very small part of keeping, keeping the economy rolling and, you know, like a, a 0.001% of Amazon, but doing their business of just keep, keep selling all the products that they're selling and delivering it to people's houses, especially the essential stuff. And, doing whatever you can to to keep this shit rolling and keep people employed. It's tough. It's wild. You know, I'm I'm stoked that you guys have have found this spot that you have 
to be able to to work on your game, find some sort of safe haven, and find something that you know can bring you guys a little bit of joy too, and something that you can look back on fondly, despite all the crazy shit outside. Right. Yeah, it's 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 nice to have your close friends with you too. Yeah. Big Paige, time. Big Paige time. and I are two two really awesome people that I'm stoked to get to get to hang with, and they definitely don't let you take a day off <laughs> good <laughs> i love it and yeah. then like it's it's a time that that you guys have been able to to use for the positive as far as you know putting out content and really trying to make your youtube something a little bit more viable and you know working on your games like so what's your what's basically your day-to-day right now and day-to-day is wake up as early as we can don't like i don't set the alarm for five o'clock or anything but i'm just you know not hanging around bed too much when i wake up wake up and get get the body moving you know get outside like i I will go right to the basket and just like hit putts before i'm even awake not necessarily as like practicing my stroke or anything but just like getting my body moving yeah and then just recently we've been coming over We've been driving like a half hour through the mountains to get to Fallbrook to work on Paige's van. So that's pretty much been our, been our days, kind of like a nine to five schedule working on the van and picking up whatever supplies we need to, uh, to work on the van and then a 30 minute cruise back and then enough time to like play for a couple hours in the evening, film, film in the evening. And then, um, cooking really like cooking has been like such a such a time like time it can take up so much time like breakfast lunch and dinner every day yeah i didn't don't you just don't realize how much goes into it like that's why like the food industry is so big like just like being able to just buy food with someone else cook it and clean it like the cleaning part is huge too yeah like someone never yeah I've never done so many dishes in my life, dude. Well, part of the <laughs> trick is while you cook and you finish with something, you go clean that while something else is. Yep. So it's not a thing. huge pile. Yeah, my yeah, wife I brought me into that thought process. Yeah, cleaning while you cook is yeah. a trick. Dude, and freaking Paige is like, Paige is awesome. Like, you guys know, like, just like as a disc offer and a person, Paige is awesome. But like, Paige's awesomeness goes so many layers deep. Like, I've never seen someone that like, like it's just up cooking, cleaning for someone else. Like she'll, she'll cook and clean for, for us. Like before we even like knew what happened, like dinner's ready and stuff. And, it, and then she's like releasing the YouTube video a couple hours later. And like, and I'm just like sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, Holy shit, Paige. Like <laughs> it's no wonder like uh, that she's a five-time world champ. Like this all tied together. You know, it's not just like a mistake. It's like the person that she is, is has like got her to where she's at right now. Like that's why that she's like the highest paid female all time and second second highest paid male or second highest paid overall all time in one yeah. year. Going to be the she's going to make the second most of any player all time guaranteed that's this year. Awesome. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, so like she is like it's and so you know, being around her, hanging around her, it lights a fire under you. You know, when you surround yourself with those kind of people who are like really motivated, like Paige, like Alyssa, like I have no, 
I have no option. Like I can't just like wake up and just like chill all day. Like I have to do something. Um, it's just, there's, there's no way around it. It's just the, right. the kind of mentality that they bring every single day. So, so I get up and get my coffee and I'm like, all right, how can I help you? Like, how can I help myself? Like, let yeah. me drill, let me drill, let me do something. We just installed solar panels on her. I just installed solar on her roof yesterday. So nice. I was finishing up that project before we, before we hopped on this call. So nice. we're always doing something, you know, like what it, it's not always a, you know, a YouTube video or something for the public, but it's, you know, it, it's something. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just normal keeping yourself like alive shit, you know, <laughs> keeping yourself like healthy, like, like keeping yourself sane. Like obviously we watch, we watch Netflix and stuff like I, I love watching the entertainment is great these days. Like I love watching a good TV show with them and, and uh, you know, I'll get on Reddit and like talk, you know, like read, read some good stories on there and stuff. So there's still some bullshit that goes on, but you have to have that. That's kind of like the wind down almost like keep your sanity time. Cause it can't yeah. be 24 seven grind. No, no, you can't. So you're definitely the slacker of the threesome, huh? <laughs> Between Paige and Alyssa. Yeah. It's like, it's just a, on different levels. Like they're able to go like all high all the time. And like, I'll like go like, you know, up and down and I'm like, I can really go at it for a while. And then I'm like, all right, I, you know, I, I did something good today. I think I might, I might just go chill and throw some discs and have Put my feet up. Yeah. But think of how much less you would do without those people. I've, I've heard a successful person say one time, like you are the sum total, the sum average of the five people you spend the most time with. Interesting. And so like, you're, you're yeah. in your circle, the people you spend a lot of time with, I mean, you don't rise much past and you don't fall much further. I think I would crash too much. Yeah. <laughs> that man. Maybe. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, some wise words for sure. And I definitely believe in it. You know, the people that I've been surrounding myself with have been on a really good level. And like mm-hmm. when you're, when someone's on the outside looking in, like to them, it looks like, you know, it's like, you're just like elevating constantly, but to you, it's just like, this is just our everyday life. Yeah. Like my, I, I just, I want to just go play every tournament. Yeah. Like, but from the outside looking in, it's like, Oh, this person is just like a touring professional. Like it's this, this whole, like, uh, you know, well circled in thing. But for me, it's just like, I just want to go to Portland and play the Portland open. I want to go play San Francisco. And so do all my friends. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, it's like what we want to do, less of like this whole big thing that we have to like blow it into, you know, like, Oh, we're going on this big trip to San Francisco or something like that. Like, which just like everyday kind of life. You that's know? normal. That's normal in that community. Yep. And yeah. And that's, those are the people you surround yourself with. So I mean, it makes sense. I'm going to miss SFO. Yeah. That's all I got. Dude, I'm so bummed about SFO and Masters. I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss SFO so Dude, much. And, and so Masters, for sure got the, got, not yet not that I've yet, seen, but, but like we shocking. We asked Sean Jack a while ago if it's gonna happen, and he goes, "Like this was like over a month ago." He's like, "Yeah, my bets are not gonna happen." It was yeah. like two days after NBA canceled. Yeah, yeah. it was like so March thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's late March. It's yeah, yeah, March eleventh, late May. The Vin is, and he was like, "Yeah, probably not gonna happen." Yeah, especially in such a like uh, a liberal city, yeah, yeah. Like San Francisco, yeah. Yep. Your high population, although they've been killing it. 
they have with, been done. Dude, like, the Bay Area was numbers. done great. Bay mm-hmm. Area was just like shut everything down. And it yep. could have been so bad with oh how packed in, like yeah. how dense that population is. And I'm sure they had plenty of cases, especially be, being the hub that oh, they yeah. are. Yeah, and especially how much activity they get coming from China. Yep. Uh, people fly in yep. every, like hundreds of people fly in every day from Wuhan directly Easy. to San Francisco. Just to go see family and family going no, to see business. family. Business. Wuhan is true. like uh, the capital uh, in the whole world of manufacturing stuff no way like they're one of the biggest manufacturing hubs in the whole world and so like wuhan and san francisco have like direct flights daily i had no idea about that yeah and that's that's why seattle got hit so bad is because seattle has direct flights daily also so and it's crazy it could have been so much worse here than it was and i feel very fortunate because we would have got a lot of impact of that like we're pretty fucking close to the bay area Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. There have been major impact. Yeah. Oh, man, it's a beautiful day. Dude, Dude it is. is. Every day that's been nice like this, I've been like, God, it's, it's such a good day for it's golf. It's supposed to rain tomorrow here. Check out this basket, though, for real. Oh, that basket is gorgeous. Yes. Dude, that's I bet it catches all right, too. <laughs> I, I've, I've put it on some janky homemade baskets, and I'm like, wow, that caught. Like at uh, Kenny Lee's house. With, a pretty good shot, right? He's got this basket that the, the, the cage is made out of a cut-in-half tire, mm-hmm. and it's got decently heavy chains, and it catches fine. It was a single chain, too, not, not a double chain. Damn, right. Yeah, this one catches, catches our right. We, for pages, uh, Paige did the, like, the one-hour challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we, we actually took like, a disc catcher, and we put a bunch of – we put three layers of chains total. <laughs> we called it the Nate Nest. And it was like a <laughs> dude. It was a catching machine. Like I was standing like twenty feet away from it, just launching forehands at it. And like, oh, blasting. Yeah, yeah I was we had so many this chain out on that hundred foot. Or we the did, and on the block dude, X, dude. We, yeah, we um, had a lot of metal from some good distances. Nate, did you do the challenge? Have you done it? I have, no, I haven't done the challenge yet. Don't do it. It's so <laughs> don't fun. Do it. It's don't do great. it. Great. It's not. Aaron <laughs> hates so him. Not. And I love him. I hate no, him. I, I, I helped Paige retrieve the disc, and actually, just retrieving the disc sucked. Like, dude, it's, it's so much work. Dude. So much work, dude. Paige ripped open her finger. Yeah, I saw that. that. No, it was it was real, dude. It wasn't like for the cameras. Like she really yeah. fucked her finger. It was crazy. About three quarters through, I switched to forehand just because I'm like, man, this. I saw that picture of Paige's finger. I'm like, nah, not me. And <laughs> yeah, and I think if I were to do it again, I'd, I'd just, you know, it's just a little athletic tape to fix that. Yeah, it would take you a lot longer to get to the further back. I don't know about that with tape. I don't. I, think so. I, I used it to play with. Me. I used I to play, play with tape. tape. I, when I played a lot back in like 2010, I used to play with tape, and Makes it was sense. fine after like a week of doing it. I had my best rated round out of having oh. to wear tape one time because I had my finger punctured. It mm-hmm. was when I had a puppy. Shadow was a puppy. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, you could. I Wait, know. what was that round rated? Three rounds, and you could do it. It's not yeah. bad. What's up? What was that round rated? Uh, like 10:30. That's your average is about my best. <laughs> yeah, I think my best is ten thirty four. So that's yeah. That was not bad. I think I hit my prime at like sixteen, but that's okay. I have yeah. My my old man plays, so he got me started like seven or eight. I've been. That's so sick, dude! Shout out, Father in. Corbett. Yeah. yeah. 
That's I'm awesome. gonna, I might, I hope the one thing I hope needs to happen is boom fling and I need to see father Corbett. At I boom know. Fling. Yes. That, like, is that, that where father son happen? What was that? What's the, is that a father son tournament or what? No, 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 it's just a, it's basically a festival that happens to have a disc golf tournament. And we host it. Yeah. It's, it's at a brewery and it has probably two or 300 people and it's basically just a shit show, but it's amazing. And it's mid August. So and yeah. Danny's dad goes hard. Yeah. And he goes it, hard in the paint, man. He if, didn't lay up. If it wasn't in the middle of a very important time of the tour, you should definitely come. And yeah, you're going to make tournament. it one year. One year. There's so yeah. many tournaments like that that are just so <laughs> rad that I just am sad to miss. Like, I know. I get some, I bet. I get, I've been getting more and more invites to some European tournaments. Oh, nice. Like, oh, Nate, we'll fly you out, you know, get you all the – We'll, we'll drive you. To, we'll get you a house on the water. Oh, you, we know you like to fish too. So, like, we'll take you fishing. And I'm like, dude, like, oh, you're dude. Gonna, like, it's like deer in Green Mountain. I'm like, oh my God. Like, dude, Nate, one year though. One year. Nate, when you're you got to just avoid the tour and go play all those tournaments though. Cause I'm sure oh, it's worth it for the One of those years. When oh, Nate's documented too. When Nate's yeah. 40, he's going to come to Boom Fling. Yeah. And we're well, going to yeah. show him <laughs> 30. How old are you, Nate? I'm 27. 27. So okay. that'll be the. You're a young buck. Tor- I know. Let's see. What will be the 10th boomfling was last year? Yeah, 10th was last year. Yeah. So you'll be, I don't know. 2019. Yeah. So you'll be the. I love all those tournaments, man. The spirit, the spirit really like lives strong at those. There's one, yeah. there's one that I go to. And I mean, I already go to a few of them. I've already sacrificed a bunch of big tournaments to go to some smaller ones like the, the Canadian National championship tournament like we've skipped we've skipped the the delaware nt the last two years to go play it and it's just just like like i don't think anything could really like get us off that event yeah it's just it's so nice and the people are so nice up there in canada yeah how uh, lucky are we to have so many great choices and it's tough as hell to choose which one but so many great choices of you know disc golf communities to be around i like how he called canadian national small though (laughs) <laughs> and then like yeah. and then like we're talking, about, we're talking about we're talking about and i was like i was like hold on like i gotta like like determine some things about boom so boom is determined i don't even play because <laughs> i would rather up. not play i'd just rather go yeah. party there's a lot of nighttime activities yeah, a lot of nighttime are. activities um, there's there's another one in texas uh called the texas camping championship Ooh, oh dude that's I'm similar like, yeah non-sanctioned non-sanctioned that's what this yeah it's very it's it's a crazy it's a it's a pro mushroom environment yep ours also (laughs) (laughs) so ours is a mixture between that and the rain rainwater raz round and it's at a brewery and it's at a brewery it's a good in the middle of nowhere like up by brick trails is it you know you've heard of brick trails right yeah, 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 for sure. It's up near there, like and, in that general area. And the community right. there have their own language. Yes. Come on. Boont Ling is the language, and less than 100 people speak it currently. It's a must. That's a must. some real stuff right there. Yeah, it's Dude, wild. So real. And, like, for whatever reason, the Windjammers, Stockton Disc Golf Club hosts the tournament there. It's yeah. no sense. It is random. It's, it's like three the, and a half hours. It's for the best reason. It's the first term I ever heard of. Before I knew what the Delta <laughs> Windjammers were, I heard of Boomfling, Boomfling, and then I found out like, oh, my local club is the one that like runs this thing. <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> and now you're working out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> and now I like 
write nicknames on name cards every day. Have you heard of the Salmon River Disc Golf Tournament? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard of that, yeah. That's Orville? No, 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 no that's further that's north. Further yeah. north. That's yeah. way up north where they you win a helicopter ride. Yeah. yeah, that's the one, the helicopter ride, yeah. Matt Bell got it recently? Yeah, I think so. I think we might have talked about this with Nate on the podcast, because didn't you go in the helicopter and you paid for it, you said? Yeah, that's right. Maybe we did talk about it. I want to say I just remember that part. Like, someone- yeah, yeah. Me, me and Jeff Bass paid to go into the helicopter ride, and it was like, it, it was the best like money I've ever spent for sure. It was oh. insane. It was insane. I want to do that. And Jeff's amazing. I love Face, dude. Yeah, Face yeah. is great. He's one of my favorite people for sure. Yeah, Jeff is Jeff is amazing. He's he's just such a homie. So well spoken all the time. Like, yes, I, I feel like you could go to him with anything, and he would like. He just is like rock solid. You know, great. He's got graphic. such a calm demeanor. He does. And yeah, a dude. graphic designer. He is. He's a, yeah. a talented. Absolutely. Yeah, he's helped me on some projects for sure. And I'm always like sending him my ideas and everything, maybe too often, but I'm always like sending him my thing. I'm like, what do you think, Jeff? Like just to get his like a quick opinion on it because yeah. I value it so much. But Wasn't yeah, he, the guy that made the SFO yep. stamp? Yeah. The one of the birds? Safari. Too. The Safari too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he helped, he helped me with like a couple posters for like Finland and stuff too. Uh, he's he's a homie. Yeah, just he's, he's the man. Yeah, I think I might uh, I think I might wrap this up though and help help these girls uh, move move some tools around and and close up close up the van and everything. Understood, and, dude. Keep doing cool the thing. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Yeah, man. Enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll we'll talk Enjoyed again that. soon. Keep enjoying the freaking disc golf fairy tale down there. Yeah, yeah the avocado farm. Yeah, I'm super stoked to uh, to show everyone the course, and we're gonna do drone flyovers for every hole. And Paige and I are gonna be doing the commentary for that round. So I think it's gonna be a real winner, man. I think it's gonna be gonna be solid, solid video. And oh yeah, yeah, we'll watch yeah, that's okay. for sure. Everybody listening, check check out the video they're about to drop because it's gonna be fun and yeah. the only competitive disc golf you can watch right now. So you yeah. definitely can watch it. Yeah, and brainstorm a name if you think of the name if you think of a good like pandemic disc golf yeah. tournament we'll hit you up yes sir sweet. Sweet, guys. thanks for having me on again we'll thank try you dude we'll talk soon viral. Yeah.